I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hey, listeners. Oh my gosh, here we are. So this is the official 10th episode. I mean, that's kind of crazy. I mean, 10 can be a small number, but in this case, it feels really big because I could have stopped at one or two and, you know, just not kept going. But because of the support I've gotten and the wonderful feedback and the way this makes me feel to do it, even if no one listens, I still feel like I'm getting a good message out there. And that's all that's really important to me is that if one person resonates at any time with any of these podcasts, that's the goal. And sometimes if it needs to be me who's resonating with it, then I'll take that because I listen to my own advice. And even when I'm going through, you know, ups and downs, as we said, nobody's ever going to be perfect. And we're always going to struggle with this self-love journey. You know, I have to tune into my own words. I have to re-listen to what I said and recommit to everything that I'm believing and thinking and feeling because when you're struggling, it's a little hard sometimes to do that. But thanks for tuning in. You're taking the right step to keep yourself on track and growing and learning more and understanding, you know, other perspectives. And I think that's just amazing when you can put yourself in somebody else's shoes and give them the love that they might need that they may not be able to give themselves because you've built your own self-love and you're keeping yourself going. It's an amazing gift. So we'll dig more into gifts in an upcoming episode. So I guess that's a little teaser for what's to come in a few episodes. But today, I really want to give you an update on my vision board. So I told you vision boarding to me is a lot. I love being able to visualize, you know, what I want to do, what I want to accomplish, where I want to go in this world. And even if you're not into the whole cutting out the pictures like we talked about and sticking them on a board, you still have things you want to accomplish You know, dreams are important. There are goals that come from there. You kind of manifest things because once you start seeing it and you believe it, even if it's just in your head and you're picturing it there, it becomes easier to achieve. And I spoke about vision boarding way earlier on the show, um, earlier podcast episodes. So go back and you'll be able to find the episode if you want to hear what I was talking about with it. But since then, things have already happened on my vision board that I didn't think maybe necessarily would, or I'm finding new meanings to even some of the things I put on my vision board originally. So they're starting to change and morph into like more of a realistic view, which is why we go through this whole process. And vision boards give you a way to really picture yourself, like putting yourself into this future you, where you want to grow, where you want to be. I don't know if it's years down the road or you know, tomorrow or whatever your timeline is, it gives you this opportunity to like see yourself differently. And that's all part of a self-love journey because you're building yourself into this person you want to become and you're just truly being authentic. So when you're putting things down on paper, on a vision board, in your mind, and you're cementing them there, you're giving yourself the ability to grow and become that person. So this update is just so important because I want to 
keep you tuned in to what's going on in my world to show you like practicing things really does pan out sometimes. So on the bottom left corner of my vision board, I had this picture of like the triple eight right there. So I had the angel number of the three eights next to like little, I don't know, like fruit cartons, you know, those little green cartons you would get fruit in of money. So I had those all there. And in my mind, when I saw the little like fruit cartons with the money, it meant that money was growing, right? Because fruit is grown, it's a crop, it can be built over and over. And here this image I found in a magazine had money in that way. So instantly I saw this growing. And I told you I have expensive, you know, dreams and I have um, expensive habits going on right now with the upcoming pageant that's going to happen. There's another one that I'm going to reveal in just a moment that's even bigger than the pageant expense. But I ended up getting a part-time job. And you're like, okay, that's great. So you went out and got a job to make money. But in a way, it didn't just happen like I applied and got it. So I applied for a couple jobs and I actually was given one before. Like I was told, hey, yep, we want to hire you. Let's do it. So I was like, okay, great. I definitely am interested. Can I get back to you? Well, in the time between me getting this little job offer and um, officially accepting, I had gone on another interview. And at the time, the first job was a lot less hours because, as I've mentioned, I have a full-time career. You know, I work in marketing. It's a, you know, 40-plus hour week commitment. So I was a little nervous about jumping back in to a part-time job. I've had him before why I've had a career, but I was also in my early 20s. So we're talking a long time ago. And, uh, you know, energy levels have shifted slightly. I'm not as like, yeah, let me go out there and work, you know, 60 plus hours a week, even though that's what I'm doing now. But so this first job was going to be about eight hours a week, which wasn't that bad. So I was like, okay, I won't make a ton of money, but, you know, it will give me the flexibility of time still. So I interviewed for the second job and I loved it. And I was like, oh, this would be awesome too if I got it. And I did get offered it, but I ended up saying no at first. I, I was like, nope, you know, the time commitment might be more. And I was really pulled towards this eight hour, you know, a week part-time job. So I said yes to that one. And it was like management was shifting at this place. And so I think I kind of like fell through the cracks, you know, like I kind of forgot that I existed. I was like checking my email all the time. I was waiting for a phone call and nothing was coming. So I gave him a few weeks. I'm like, okay, new manager going in. I get it. Things happen. Things change. I'll hold a minute and, you know, be patient. So I was. And about three weeks later, you know, I was calling and trying to figure it out. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we'll be in touch you know, this new person's in, they're going, they'll let you know when you can come in, fill out your paperwork and start. And so I was like, okay, this is really positive. So I, I think that was on like a Thursday. I found that out and I was like, okay, I'm going to give him till next Wednesday to get back to me before I follow up again. Well, Wednesday came around, I didn't hear anything. And I kept going back to that other job that I had been offered, you know, about, this is almost like a month ago, right? from the time the jobs were offered. And I was like, oh, did I make a mistake? Did I like pass up on the job I was supposed to be in? You know, because that one would have started right away. And I thought about that every time I drove past this location. I was like, 
I could have been working. I could have been making money. I could have been helping fulfill these dreams and goals I have. And so I ended up deciding to email the manager from the other position. And I just said, hey, things never panned out with the other job. I never even started. Um, Is there still an opening? And she got back to me within 24 hours and was like, can you come down on Friday and fill out your paperwork and we'll get you started as soon as you're approved. It was crazy. I started working within like three days of the day that I sent the email. So in my mind, it kind of just lined up. It was like I was going for this easy position where I wouldn't have had to commit as much, but I also wouldn't have gained as much financially, right? And the whole goal of me getting this part-time job was to actually make a you know, a good dent in the bills and being able to save up money and everything. So in a weird way, I think it was kind of like meant to be that I was at this other job as much as I tried to, you know, pull away from it. So it's giving me more money in a weird way. The universe somehow with logistics moved me back into the job I probably should have accepted in the first place. Because if I really had thought about my true goals and my true intention of why I put the money on the vision board and why I was going out for this part-time job, I would have accepted the job I'm in now in the beginning. So it's all about staying true. So I'm working a lot more hours, and I can definitely tell I am not a 20-year-old anymore. Like, it is serious moving. It's a lot of fun. It's very high energy, but I don't know. I hope... Over the next month or so, I start getting, I mean, my feet don't hurt as much anymore when I get home after, you know, an eight-hour day or a seven-hour day on the weekend. So I'm really hoping that I keep getting more acclimated to it. And I feel so old saying that. I mean, I just had to get my hair dyed today, and it's like every six weeks now with that. And it's like all these little things I'm noticing that make me feel older. And I'm working with people, you know, some there's a span of ages there, and I look at the ones who are, you know, I'm guessing early 20s or so, and I'm like, I'm so jealous of your energy. Oh, my gosh. So that's one thing. So the job panned out, and it's fulfilling that one part. But then next to the money, I had placed a huge house. And when I put the house, I knew the house wasn't truly representative of the style of house I wanted, but I don't know. It was visually appealing. It it had opportunity. I saw opportunity with the house, which is why I selected that one out of, you know, the magazines that I had. And no joke, last weekend, my husband and I were having a conversation and we both decided that we think we signed our last apartment lease. So like next year, we're looking at buying a house, which is absolutely crazy because we had a house before. When we lived in Wisconsin, we had a house And it was right during that whole market crash where everything went and house values went and people weren't buying and, you know, the bubble was coming. All that stuff was going on. And we so bad, like desperately wanted to move to California. We had made this plan to move. And it took like two years for us to actually be able to execute on on it because we had the house and nobody wanted to buy the house. So it just it took all this time. And so we kind of have lived since then. Like, we're not buying a house again. We're renting. We want to be able to, you know, move on a whim. We kind of live this lifestyle where we don't have commitments, right? We decided not to have kids. We've designed our lifestyle to where we can pick up and do things. 
So the fact that now, all these years later, after I put this house on my vision board, him and I aligned on the style of house we want, the location of the house we want. We even have narrowed it down to like one specific place. Like there is a name of this little place where there's houses we saw and we were like, yep, we want to live in there. So we like have pinpointed a specific spot. So it's crazy because we went from like zero where it was like I stuck it on there and I'm like, this one's probably going to take us multiple years before we get to the place where we want to. And based on a conversation last weekend, yep, we decided this is our last lease and we're going to buy a house, which I'm also thankful for the part-time job that is giving more money because now I have an extra incentive to stay and work there to, you know, to be able to build up even more savings past the pageant expenses and that whole thing, but to help cover, you know, building out our home and what we want that to look like um, once we get in there and closing costs. I mean, all of those things that come with buying a house. So that's super exciting though. I mean, a weird coincidence that that happened with the house because when I put that on there, I really thought like this is one that's going to carry with me multiple years and different versions of my vision board. Um, but I don't know. Maybe he was looking at my house image too and it got to him. So you see it, believe it, and you can build it and go for it. So no dream that you put on a vision board is too big because a house seems big and daunting, but we went from the mindset of we're never going to have enough money saved for the down payment. We're never going to have, like, we were in this never, 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 never. Oh, we don't know. This is too much. It's going to be years. Like, we always used to say, it's going to be years before we buy again. Like, we don't have this. We don't want this. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh, we can do this. Yeah, if we do this, we've got this here. Oh, yep, we're good with that. It's like the blocks are removed. Our mindset has changed. We figured out a plan. We now have dates. We have a place. We have thoughts. So putting it down really clarifies it. Also, another thing, I had on there this office and wanting to build like recording area in there so I could do podcasts at home as I've been busier, but also just cementing this place where, I don't know, Love Yourself Inside Out can grow and it's not just thrown into where I work. And it's like, I've already pictured what my new space is going to be in a year, like what that's going to look like. And I can see it. I can feel it. So I know how I already want to design whatever room that I take in this new house of ours. I don't know if he knows I'm taking one yet, but here he'll hear it on this if he doesn't already assume. But I already have a plan for the room and how I want it to look and how I want to do it. So it's like all these things are coming together. These visions are happening. I was able to pay for my pageant already, so I've paid the fee. I've paid us back already, and I've already started paying for future pageant training sessions that I have. So this part-time job is really affording me all the things that I want, but it's like everything is coming together that I put on that board. And my board has even prompted me to start thinking of specific outfits I'm going to be wearing at the pageant. So I have um, two nailed down in my head already, like the visions there. I can see myself on stage and I'm visualizing exactly what it's going to look like. And there's one more outfit to go. So I'm like beyond excited about that because a few months ago, I knew I was competing and I was going to compete. I didn't have the exact date. Like none of that was set. And now all of it's set. 
I know what I'm going to be wearing. I can see myself on stage. Like I'm already pre-imagining what it's going to be like. So when it actually comes, I'm going to be ready for it. And one of the things I'm going to do while I'm there is um, actually give a speech. So I'm going to compete in like an optional competition. And the optional is um, something extra. So it doesn't go towards the crown title necessarily, but it, you know, gives you another chance to just get more comfortable, um, share your story more. And in this case, it's like a little speech. And I mean, I guess I like to talk, right? (laughs) So it kind of fits just perfectly. But it's like the words for the speech are already coming to me. Like I'll be brushing my teeth. Actually, it's really weird. Even for these podcasts, if I'm brushing my teeth, you know, the one time I can't sit and like write something down is when all these thoughts flow into my mind. So like I can lay out full sentences um, in my head. Like I have all these words that are going. I I know a story I want to capture. And it's like I'm sitting there brushing my teeth. And I don't know. It's just so funny that that is the time my mind feels that I'm most able to process and have clear thoughts. And it sends me these great things that sometimes I capture. Other times, by the time I'm done brushing my teeth, cannot tell you at all what I was just thinking. I know it sounded wonderful in my head, but there are beautiful things, statements out there that are just lost in my mind because... As soon as I stopped brushing my teeth, they went away. But my point of this whole thing is, like, when you're aligned, when you're picturing yourself in these situations, you're going, things just start coming naturally. Like, while I'm brushing my teeth, I'm getting these thoughts. I'm not having to sit in this quiet room focused and, like, pushing myself to get somewhere. I'm being authentic and real with myself. I'm excited about all these goals and trying to grow and you know, improve myself and learn more and push myself to new limits, but it's all things that are aligning with me. And that's really important because that's when it comes naturally. You you don't have to force, you're not trying too hard. So I really urge you all to just think through when you're trying to create goals and these visions or dreams of what you think is coming, like do something that aligns with you, not something you think that you should do because others might think it's great or it really doesn't matter what others think. If they're not here for what you want to do, then they aren't there for you. And like we've talked about in past episodes, it's okay to, you know, set a boundary or step away from a friend. So you're here to impress yourself. You're here to move yourself forward. You're here to be here and show up every day for who you are and celebrate yourself. And vision boards or having goals and dreams is just another way to do that. And it's another way to just keep you on a path so you're going in the right direction despite what outside influence is telling you. And I want to kind of address this because I shared my vision board in my Toastmasters meeting, um, you know, a few weeks ago during a speech. And I was talking actually about vision boarding and how important it is because of all the stats with how your mind interprets images and it can hold on and process things so much faster than reading the written word. And they all had the question, what does her royal hotness mean? So if you want to look at my vision board, it is on my Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. 
it's there. But in the very center, I have this huge cutout of Her Royal Hotness, and it didn't fully align with me at the time that I got it because I'm never going to be one who runs around being like, yay, yeah, hi, I'm Her Royal Hotness, or I'm so, like, I, I'm i not going to be that. That isn't me. It's never been me. Um, but something about that, those words just really identified with me at the time. And so I had to put it on there. And it's like, I found out later that her royal hotness was really just an expression of my inner self. Like, she is royalty. She wants to go. Like, the name Lo that I'm using for the podcast came from that feeling and sentiment. Like, it's my true inner authority. It's my gut. It's the direction, the North Star, you know, the the flutter you might feel in your stomach. It is all of those things. It's what is guiding me through this. and. The hotness part just really is about owning who I am and like me at my strongest point and, you know, that I'm just here for it. I'm here to be myself and appreciate who I am. And so it's funny, though, because I'm seeing it play out. And when I explained it to everyone in Toastmasters, you know, they were like, I don't know, should we call you that moving forward? I was like, oh, no, no, no. Let's stick with, you know, my real name, Lauren. Uh, low is reserved for the podcast, but it's funny because I think when I explained it to them, I like sat up a little taller. I, you know, was a little straighter. I was a little more expressive with intention and I kind of just, I got a twinkle in my eye. Like I was like, yes, I'm owning her royal hotness. Like it's, it's a feeling, it's a vibe. It's not necessarily anything I'd ever used to describe myself in words but it's kind of the way I'm trying to portray myself. And, you know, I'm here. I belong at whatever table that is, and I've got it, and I'm going with it. So your vision boards can also do that. They can help you just move into this feeling, even if it's not like verbatim of what you're trying to say or tell people. It's a way that you act. It's your essence. It's what you're growing into. And feeling aligned with yourself is loving yourself, and it feels amazing. So dig in deep to what you're feeling. Be true to yourself. Pick goals and dreams that you really want to achieve. And the whole reason I came back to focus on this again is because things happen. When you put them out there and you really start thinking about them and making them something that is intentional in your life and you want them to come, you can do it. You can find ways around those blocks, the no's that you've always heard or told yourself, like negative thoughts, money. You don't have time or resources. You can get past everything like that, and you can start finding ways to do it. If you're, if you're committed, if you're thinking about it, if you're seeing it and you know it's what you want, you can do it. And, you know, age is not an excuse, not an excuse, because I'm in my upper 30s. I'm probably the busiest I've ever been. Like, I feel like I'm tapped out in some ways, but other ways I feel like I'm thriving because even though I'm on the go all the time right now and I have to really figure out my timing and and plan and, you know, take moments when I have them to do certain things, still while having my personal life and enjoying time with my husband, it's like I'm thriving at that time, even though a little part of me is tired, but it's like, it's such a good grind. And there are times in my life where 
I was probably busy just like this, but the grind was not good. Like I was cranky. I was irritable. I was down on myself because I was doing things that weren't for me. Like I was doing them because I thought I had to. So if you're doing things you want to do, you're going to find the time. You're going to find the space. You're going to make ways. So age, time, resources, not excuses. You can get through all those. There are ways to do things. So you can succeed and grow because when you're succeeding and growing, you know, whether it's your family, professionally, your passions, you're just becoming this better version of yourself. You're going to love yourself more naturally because you're doing things that are fulfilling and giving you purpose and really allowing you to use your uniqueness to improve your life and potentially the lives of others. So you are the only one who's stopping yourself. Let's repeat that. You're the only one who can stop yourself, truly. There might be other things that get in the way, but you're the only one who can truly tell yourself no. So stop telling yourself no. Give yourself the permission to go. Get out there. Go do it. Take a small step somewhere. Just try it because the end result is going to be amazing, and you're going to love the way you feel when you accomplish even a little tiny thing that's been on your list. So... Get out there, try it, drop me something on social, let me know what you've done, share it with the world, you know, just celebrate yourself, enjoy, have a wonderful week, and I will be back next week to cover more. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.